associated with chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Thinking more, but doing less. All right, everybody. For the third time today, welcome back to the Mixed Witches podcast. Because apparently, technical difficulties want to haunt us. But at least... (laughs) At least your voice sounds fine today. At least you're not in a robot. That's because I'm I'm in a house, not a hotel. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do it. I'm tired. Anyway, <laughs> I have a headache, and you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we were Don't having technical tired. difficulties. <laughs> Anyway, the universe said, it's like, oh, you want to record on the first day of class and you want it to be easy? Nah, you're going to have to fucking work for it. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, I started last time, so it's your turn to start this time. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, so the call can drop me again. <laughs> I'm going to pay real close attention this time, I swear. (laughs) Okay. So, I wanted to talk about the whole concept of, like, life purpose. Like, let's call this Shadow Work Part (laughs) (laughs) 1.5. To sort of pick back off of what my topic was last week. And, like, I don't want y'all to think I'm, like, some deep person, because I can be, but this isn't, this isn't how I, I intended to just do things. But for some reason, these topics just don't want to leave me alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're coming for your throat. Well, I was laying in bed, and I just thought, honestly, like, basically what I was thinking was, I don't know if I can agree with all of these, we, we live our life with all of these things, like, just being one thing, right? Yeah. You have one song, you have one this, you have one that, whatever. And I just, I think I'm at the point in my life where I'm realizing, like, bro, no. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Because I was telling my father, I was like, you know, I think I think my problem is, is like, I don't feel like I have one life purpose. Like, there's like 15 things I feel like I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, but no. As humans, we're like, we're complex. So, it doesn't make sense to me to like, that you're, you're only here to do one thing. Yeah. Sorry, and I feel like that's why so many getaway. people don't find it yeah I feel like that's why people don't find it or never look for it in the first place quote unquote as much as I don't agree with the whole finding thing but you know it's sort of piggybacking off of like finding yourself because you you spend your whole life thinking like you're supposed to do like one thing 
Yeah. When and it, then it you're just bummed when you never find that one thing. When really, what if it was like two or three things? That's fair. So. <laughs> That's the epiphany that struck me. Because I, I do kind of, it feels very like stressful to just be like, it, it's the same kind of stress of, no, what if I never find my person? Well, that doesn't mean that every relationship you had was garbage or that you should throw them away and tell they're your person or you should wait for your person and never date because you have more than one person. At least I believe you have more than one person. So why does it... But I feel like it's more people believe that you have more than one soulmate rather than, you know, believing that you're here for more than one thing. Yeah. I'm like, why don't we preach this as well? Why does nobody talk about maybe having more than one life purpose? Never mind. I was going like, to say something. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it was going to be real. Right. Like, real mean. Because <laughs> I just think, like, if you're. If you live that. If you live a life, like, let's say you live to be 100, that's 100 years on this planet. You're only here to do one thing? Like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, it's like, 100 years is a really long time to be on the planet. And you only did one thing? Or you were only supposed to do one thing? That doesn't make sense to me. Every vampire <laughs> out there is, like, flinching. They're like, oh, shit, she's talking about me. <laughs> Their ears are burning. They're like, hmm, someone's talking shit. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's talking about talking shit about how I only was a monk for the first hundred years of my life, and then I've just been a slob. Literally. <laughs> it only counts it's for the first of, hundred years. Yeah. It's sort of like... It's... Because... I know part of it is a, is a societal thing, which is why... We're talking about it here. I kind of feel like, you know, it needs to be less societal and more a little bit more woo-woo and more spiritual because, you know, we we sit around, like, we go, you go to school, then you get this major, then you work that job, and then, like, that's it. But it's like, you know, because then you only cultivate that one skill. But what if you're good at, like, four or five things? Well, what do you do with those four or five things? You just push them, push them a shut as Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't. I'm so heated. I can't speak. <laughs> like, do you push those things aside because that's not, like, your quote-unquote job? That's not your life purpose? You well, what if you were supposed to do... Instead. Right. Like, <laughs> what if you were supposed to do three or four things, and that's why you're good at three or four things? I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just, right, like, I'm just saying it, I'm just saying it, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying I have all the answers, I'm just putting it out there. And the air has heard Because I, right, the universe <laughs> has heard me, because I just, for the past, like, year or two, I've just felt like it's been really hard for me to, like, pick one thing to do. Because logically, I know, you know, pick one thing because you'll have time to do everything. But, you know, we're kind of taught to put all your eggs in one basket to have, like, the one skill. Yeah. And to, like, you know, so you can have that one job and then that's that's what you build your life around. And it's like, but what if you're, you know, 
what if you're really good at math and then you you start a business and like you like you like want to also be an engineer you want to do multiple things like you're just supposed to pick one <laughs> why you have time for all of it honestly well i mean i was going to say that like a lot of retirements are like 20 years 20 or 30 years and that's a lot of time afterwards Seriously. still and a lot of people don't even know what to do with themselves because they just did one job and now they're not doing that job and then they can't do anything else oh yeah like you're the... not good at anything else because you spent your whole time only cultivating the skills you needed to have for that job and now you don't know what the fuck to do with yourself <laughs> yeah unfortunately that happens a lot like in the military itself with a lot of the like there's a lot of chief suicides that have uh that have to do with that unfortunately because like they'll get to the point where they're going to retire or have to retire or whatever maybe and it just like completely freaks them out to the point that they'd rather take their own life than have then try to figure something else out to do right that's wild and me? it's i was it, that's it's crazy and i was kind of thinking about it when i was doing my tarot because i was you know looking at the fool in the world funnily enough i was doing a love reading for myself not a career reading but i was sitting here looking at the world for this one particular relationship and i was thinking about okay what could that mean does it mean the relationship's over does it mean a part of it is over and you know like or a part of our lives are over like let's say you know we're not kids anymore so that part's over we're going to meet again and then we're going to be adults cuz that's a whole different era yeah. so does it mean like i was just thinking of you know the tarot, all of the suits and, you know, the major arcana, they go in a circle. You know, you go from zero to ten, well, one to ten, and then you go from the fool to the world. But the thing is, is when the world pops up, I always think, what does that mean? Because does it mean an ending or does it mean, you know, I'm a Pokemon and I evolve? And I think we just don't think of enough things as evolving, right? Like you can you can do more than one thing. You know, what if you're, what do you do when the world pops up, basically? Yeah. <laughs> it's I was thinking of it. Because it's like, you know, I think it's really easy to kind of think of it as really simple, like, oh, well, that just means that this job is over, this relationship is over, what have you, because, you know, I don't, I don't, you can only have one. And it's like, that's not really true. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't mean, even when it ends, it doesn't even mean an ending. Like, even if you break up with somebody, sometimes, like, that, that's chill. <laughs> it's not the end of the world like you're gonna move on to something better the world's like bitch you're gonna fall into love with somebody else and be the fool all over again come on now we know you right like it's a it's it's not a line it's a circle <laughs> so you know i was just i was just thinking i was like because sometimes it's like when you get readings they'll talk about you know you need to look at it a different way or change your perspective or this that and the third and I think sometimes that scares us because we're thinking, well, well, what else am I supposed to do? Or this is this is the only way I know how. And that's because it's just that's that's a societal fault. Like we've taught ourselves, you know, that there's only one way to do something, or you can only have like you only have one life purpose, or what have you. 
So and I feel like that's why I don't really resonate with too many career readings because or life purpose readings. Like none of them ever feel like they fit because it's just like I don't really feel like I'm supposed to do one thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I just have one life purpose. So when I listen to them, it's just like, ah, but like, okay, I can respect that maybe that's something I should do or I would be good at. But what if I want to do something else? That's kind of how I feel because I feel like I haven't got a life purpose reading that kind of fit because I always feel like, but what if I want to do like three other things? Like, is that, does that mean I shouldn't do it or that they're not for me? Or like, what does that mean? Mm Mm-hmm. When really I feel like we should be talking to each other in terms of like, bro, you probably have like five or six life purposes. You have like five or six destinies. Like, it's chill. Do it all. (laughs) Choose all of them. If you can't choose one, choose all. Right. Like, you don't have to do, you know, if if you do a reading or I've gotten three or four, and I know you've gotten the same where it talks about being a teacher. And, of course, at first I'm just like, God, I don't want to be a teacher. Like, that's not what I see myself doing. But it's, like, maybe, like, that could, like, that doesn't mean that there aren't other things that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. But it can be that and, you know, four other things. That's just one of them, you know. Or, like, that mixed into one of the other things. Right. Like, it's like you'll eventually get to that point where you'll, you know, you'll do it. Like, maybe, you know, when I'm retired, I'll be a teacher. But, like, what do you do until then? Yeah. That's my soapbox. Your Wednesday soapbox? Yeah, that's my Wednesday soapbox. (laughs) Okay. It's short and sweet, but I was just like, no, like, I gotta get all these off my chest. (laughs) That's good, because mine's not short or sweet, so... Well, I guess it is sweet. Mine's not short. I have quite a few pages of notes here talking about the good old shit, those good old sigils. Yes. Okay. I was like, I Which had to find where... Both a, we both have found a new kind of like for... Because yeah. at first, either of us did them, and now here you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. um, <clears throat> beginning beginning on my sigil speech, uh, s- like, sigils are some of the simplest form of magic you can use, as, like, as far as I've seen. Um, and... I have, like you said, found a newfound love for sigils for no reason. It literally came out of left field, just punched me in the face. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, no. Sigils. Uh, You can put them on your doors, you can put them on your windows, on your bath products. Um, You can use your foundation to draw your sigil on your face. Uh, A marker, non-toxic, mind you. Uh, to draw on yourself or carve them into a candle. And they're some of the most versatile magic as well. In my own opinion, I will continue to put that, just dab that in there, in my own opinion. <laughs> like, right. You don't, you don't have to agree with me. Um, Everything is our own opinion. Take it or leave it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've used them sparingly over the past two years that we've been practicing, but I literally covered my bath products in my sigil so <laughs> recently. 
And then I made a health one, and I put that on all my health stuff. Like, it's on my feminine wash, and it's on my face wash, and it's on... Yeah. It's everywhere. They're everywhere. Everywhere. <clears throat> so. I one into my soap. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, a sigil is an intention that is condensed into a single glyph. So, like, um, we don't really think of them as letters, but... I suppose they could be a letter if that's really what you want to use as your sigil. It doesn't have to be. It really does have to do with intention. So um, there's a couple ways to make sigils. Let me go to my next page, my next set. Um, And I think I wrote down four, four methods. But I'm sure there's more out there, like... There's no hard and fast rule on making sigils. These are just some of the ways to, like, get you off the ground to begin with. Which is just witchcraft in a nutshell. There's no hard and fast rules. True. True that. So, except for, you know, like, not cursing the moon or anything like that, but whatever. Yeah, don't curse the moon, y'all. So the first one is, uh, it's the easiest for me, but it might not work for you. You just kind of create your sigil from scratch with just your imagination. Literally the easiest way to do it. You see something in your head, you put it on paper, that's your sigil. Sometimes the translation from head to paper does not work, though, so that's where these other techniques kind of come in. So uh, the second one is to write your statement or affirmation, such as, I am loved or I am protected, And then you remove the vowels, so I am loved uh, would be condensed down to M-L-V-D. Then you dismantle the letters into their basic shapes. For example, D would become, would break down into just a vertical line and a vertical arch. Once that's done, you use those shapes to construct a sigil. So you rearrange your sigil as many times as you need to, like, until it just feels right. And sometimes it's not going to feel right. So you kind of have to set it off to the side and you come back to it later. Or you might have to find a different way of making it. Sometimes this is not going to work. Like, for my health sigil, I had to just completely use my own imagination is how my health sigil worked. Like, I can't use this method to make my health sigil but my beauty sigil i used with this method and then i just tweaked it and played around until it worked right um yeah so i use this as the very basis usually uh sometimes and then stylize like what i was just saying yeah So a straight line might become wavy or a vertical arch might become horizontal. So it really is what feels right to you. I'm going to keep saying it. You guys are going to get tired of me. (laughs) So the third uh, method that I found was to start with your affirmation, remove the vowels, and then you assign each letter a number. So one through nine, such as column one being AJS, column two being BKT, and so on. <clears throat> you just have one through nine, and then you write out the letters underneath. So A, B, C, D, E, so on and so forth. You guys get it. And if yeah. you don't, it's not hard to look up. 
Right, like, Google it. Um, and then you place the numbers into a shape. So the ones that I've seen most are circles and squares, but I'm sure you can really do whatever works for you, whatever you want to do. But what's I've seen most is circles and squares. And then you draw your lines from one number to the other in order. So if you have I am loved condensed to, wait, that one didn't work. I wrote it in my notes. That one doesn't really work too well. Um, so if you take I am protected instead, and it gets condensed down to M-P-R-T-C-T-D, then your numbers would be 47923244, and you draw your lines from there in order. Mm. Oh, I've seen that method. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all over Pinterest. It's all yeah. over Tumblr, I'm sure. Yeah. It's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and then number four, um, there's sigil generators on Google. Uh, Is? Yeah. You, you just Google sigil generator and they come up everywhere. So, <laughs> so there's plenty of places that can generate a sigil for you. But they're uh, usually just going to be, like, short and sweet kind of stuff. So you just yeah. plug in your affirmation, and then it, um, it'll take whatever method you choose. So, like, the square method with the numbers or a circle or so on and so forth, and it'll just draw a straight line. So they become very geometric, which... When I draw my sigils, my sigils are not geometric at all. <laughs> my right. sigils are very flowy. <laughs> Lots of curves go into Lots my sigils. Curves. They're very curvaceous. Curves and swerves. Curves and swerves, yeah. So, like I said, sigils are really versatile <clears throat> and incredibly powerful because the power is coming from you. It's all of your energy, it's your imagination, it's all going into this sigil so that you can use it for whatever you need. And, on top of that, they can go anywhere, and they can be as discreet or obvious as you want them to be. They don't even have to be visible. Like, you can draw them in oil, and then they're not visible at all. Bro, for sure. <laughs> like... There's so many ways to do this. And like I said, with the foundation method, you put it on your face and then you you put your found like you whatever put your foundation. Called. Yeah. You do your foundation thing on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. I don't do makeup. <laughs> I don't do makeup good. Um, and then um, I wrote down like, ways to activate your sigil, which this one got a little, a lot, because there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, Seriously. So, there's quite a few ways to charge and activate your sigil, and it really depends on your preference, just like making your sigil de depends on your preference. Um, mm -hmm. The one that you'll see the most from when I was, like, coming up and I didn't even research this stuff... <laughs> When I was just seeing it all over the place, like, the one that I've seen people use the most is to write your sigil down and then burn it. Right. <laughs> on, 
honestly, if you ever want to activate something, burn it. Pretty much. Burn it. <laughs> what do I do with this? Burn it. It's a book. Okay, don't burn that. <laughs> well, maybe not that one, but... <laughs> but, like, carving your sigil and your candle is the same thing. You're burning the candle to activate the sigil. It's pretty much the same thing. If you want to activate it, burn, burn it. <laughs> it's the Set quickest... it on fire. <laughs> Bonfires. It's the quickest way to activate something... But it's not the only way, and it's actually not the method I use hardly ever. Because, actually, I'll go into that later. Um, yeah. You can also draw on whatever you want and then trace it with a crystal or just put your energy into it. So, mm-hmm. like, touch it, breathe on it, just keep it in your proximity. Or even just drawing it is putting your energy into it if you have the intent at the time. Right. Um, you can also use music that uh, makes you think of your purpose for your sigil and then hold it up to the speaker while the music's playing. So that's, like, noise activation. Oh. But, again... I never thought of that. Yeah. It depends on your preference. It depends on how you want, like, the energy to go out you could, into like, the world. use a singing bowl, too, right? Like, yeah. just ding. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you have a singing bowl. I'm not saying go buy a singing bowl if you don't want to buy a singing Yeah, you don't have to buy a singing bowl. I have one because I like them, but they can be pricey. You know what you could do? You could fill up, like, a glass of water to, like, a certain point and then, like, oh. hit it with a spoon. Yeah, like that one guy on Instagram. Yeah, like you do in elementary school when you're trying to make music. Yeah, and you're just <laughs> yeah. stupid about it. Um, well... Who knew that was witchcraft? <laughs> Everything's really ris- witchcraft when you really get down to it. Everything Seriously. is witchcraft. <laughs> Everything is witchcraft. Um, so the reason I don't use the burning method is because um, I see it as a way to like project your energy for other people. I don't know how to put that better. It's like the sigil's meant for you... But it's meant to work on other people, if that makes sense. I don't think that makes sense. I only sense saw that as something to do when you were trying to, like, reject something. That, too. Actually, um, I was listening to a different podcast, and they were explaining that they flush stuff that they want to for, uh, reject. Damn. Harsh. <laughs> That's literally calling that thing, like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is shit, and it belongs in the toilet. Um, <laughs> so, um, what I also found was that some things are, like, actively activating your sigil, and some things are passively activating your sigil. Um, mm-hmm. So, actively is, like, pushing the energy out into the world. So, one of them was drawing um, your sigil in the sand at the beach and then letting the water wash it away. Another is writing it uh, in condensation on a mirror or window and letting it disappear or drawing it on a balloon and then popping it. This would, Burning it would be the oh. same kind of thing. So, it's... Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. It's <laughs> trying to... Um, 
like throw it out into the universe for the universe to catch and then work with. Well, passive activation is something to be released over time. It's not like a big surprising thing. It's just kind of slowly releasing the energy. So some of examples of this are to dry up, draw it on your body, get a tattoo, like I've talked about before. Yeah. Oh, my poor character. She's going to be so tatted up. Um, Just all, all over. <clears throat> carving it into a candle and lighting it. Because um, carving it into a candle is a slow-moving burn, is how I see it. Um, yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing when you said when you said that. Placing it as your phone or your computer background screen. And then uh, another way is to sew it into a piece of, piece? Piece mm-hmm. of clothing. So, as you can see, there's like a million different ways to activate your sigil. And charging it is literally just putting your energy into it. It's real, it's simple as that. It's the easiest way to start practicing your intention in my eyes. Like, the easiest way to practice putting your intention into something and then sending it out. Um, I have some history about sigils here. I think it's, like, the, the easiest way to grasp the idea of intention. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I have some history on sigils here. So, sigils are stupid old. As you can imagine. Um, They are literally images that are important to us. So they've been around as long as paintings have meant something to us. So this could include the cross, the Star of David, um, a mandala, anything that really makes you think of something else or gives you strength or you use for a specific purpose. It's technically a sigil. And you might, a lot of times we don't think of it as that. We think of, oh, it's a symbol of this. It's the same thing. A sigil, sigil is a symbol. Well, I think the the thing is to me is I always thought of sigils as the intention. So, like, I use a lot of symbols as sigils, but because in my brain, that's the intention. But there's a few that I haven't, like, made because they were already made. Like, I put the Taurus symbol on things. I put the Venus symbol on things because it's easy for my brain to be like, okay. Yeah, that's boom. that's what that means. That's what that's for. Like, the symbol already exists, and on its own, like, if you just drew it, it would be a symbol. But when I know it can also be used as a sigil because I could put intention in it. Yeah. So, at, like, an example of this is that I've used a pentagram to ward my windows and mirrors. I draw them in peppermint oil, and I go about my day. (laughs) And I do this every time I clean my house and I clean my windows. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't have a house anymore, but... (laughs) Well, yeah, right, okay. I did did draw it on my uh, hotel window and my hotel mirror. They're going to be real confused whenever they come to clean, and they're like, what is that? (laughs) What is that? What is she doing in here? (laughs) And you already said it. So the difference between a sigil and just a picture or a letter is the intent we put behind it. And witchcraft 
literally, is all about intent and your energy. What a That's really important. Like, if you have no intent, you are not doing witchcraft. If you have no intent, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> I had a thought, and it just escaped me. Oh, <laughs> one thing I feel like is, <laughs> is that the thing about crafting your own sigils is I feel like is probably the most non-denominational thing you can do. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, like, I feel like this is what we just went through. There's a lot of symbols that I, I can't. I can't relate to or I don't feel connected to, you know, some of those are like the, the triple moon goddess symbol because I don't feel like I'm not a pagan. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. And you know, it's real white. So I'm not, (laughs) not, yeah. Or like, you know, a lot of people like to use runes as sigils and I'm sitting here like, yes, I can respect, but also mm, Mm. I don't think that's for me. I don't think I'm, I think I'm, not that ethnicity. <laughs> I'm not. Not that it. you have to be. I mean, you can you can be a, a race other than Norse to do these things. But I'm just putting it out there to other people who may feel the same way that I feel. That uh, mm, I don't want to really do that because I don't feel connected to that culture. Just make your own, bro. <laughs> literally, literally, that's just like it's probably one of the most like non-denominational things you can do because you can literally just make it, yeah. draw a picture. Boom, there it is. There, you got your sigil. Um, there's no god, there's no god attached, there's no race attached, you just drew a picture. Boom. Pretty picture. That's what we were doing all the time when we were kids. Just scribbling on paper, what we were really doing was making sigils. We were automatic writing. Oh god, I don't want to know. <laughs> That'd be terrifying, that's why kids can't write. <laughs> That's why it all looks like scribbles. Thank God. Because it is. Could you imagine if your parents came in and there was just, like, fluid cursive on a paper and you're just what? going ham and they're like, what the fuck is going on here? They're like, come get my child. Come get your child, John. That's not my <laughs> child anymore, Mary. That's your child, Linda. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Anyways, so sigil magic became popular, so to speak, during medieval and renaissance Renaissance period um, periods when mysticism was high, but people were being persecuted for it. Uh, so this was a way to practice essentially underground. So there's a lot of different texts that reference sigils that are old which I didn't write down, but I'm sure if you search sigil history, they'll show up just like they showed up for me. I think one was, like, the Book of Solomon or something. Wait, don't. No. That's not it. Don't quote me. It was something else. I'm sorry. It's not that. False. False. It's not that. Abort. Abort. (laughs) Anyway, it'll show up. I'm sorry I didn't write it down. Um... But the primary use for sigils back then was to contact spirits or entities from the beyond. So it's not really used the same way that we use it now. Uh, Using sigils to manifest your will or desire was popularized uh, later by Austin Spare in the 20th century. So it's pretty recent, like really rather recent, within the last 150 years recent. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, he focused primarily on chaos magic, so his sigil work was is different than how we still use it now. Just like uh-huh. most things that we do now in witchcraft have kind of evolved over the time. Right. And then um, a man called Ryan uh, Giesen, Geisen, Giesen, G-Y-S-I-N, uh, later experimented with combining spare sigil method with the traditional form of magic squares that we know today. So, a little bit about sigil history. Our sigil magic is way more recent than you think. And also... Witchcraft had a big-ass resurgence in, like, the 60s. Yeah. Where I feel like they just changed a lot of stuff. And a lot of the things you may be thinking are old are not that old. No. Unfortunately. I mean, Uh, not unfortunately. I'm, I'm outside right now. Because I got a house full of people, and this is where it's quiet, and there's a cat coming towards me. Yes. Pet cat. <laughs> like, it's been coming towards me the whole time you've been talking, and I'm just like, hello, friend. Hello. I'm here. Please. Yes, I am a witch. Come here. <laughs> I will pet you. You are my friend. I'm not sprayed. I love cats. I miss my it cats. It has a collar, so it has a home. I'll pet it anyway. You know cats have, like, four different homes that they get food from? No, seriously. It probably goes up and down the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's its territory. Yeah. It's looking at me like, who are you? <laughs> and you're like, uh, I am a visitor. <laughs> Hello. I am a witch, and I am your friend. <laughs> I am a witch, Let and you pet. are a little helper. <laughs> Let me pet. You are not my familiar, but I will pet. Becky, let me pet. (laughs) (laughs) Becky, let pet. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That stupid fucking meme will never die. (laughs) Because we won't let it. No. (laughs) No, I love it. Yeah. That was my soapbox about sigils. I guess it wasn't a soapbox. It was a no. education it was box. It was education. <laughs> so the moral of this education box <laughs> do what you want. <laughs> you can use already made symbols as your sigils if you connect with them, or you can make your own fucking sigils and put power into them. Or whatever the fuck you want. You can burn them. You can wash them away in the sand. You can pop them on a balloon. You can sew them. You can tattoo them on your fucking body. I'm seriously going to start doing that. That is so cool to me, just putting it on a balloon and just boop. Pop, I never thought to do that. Bye. Sounds great. And then there's no evidence, and you didn't have to burn anything. Yeah, that is so underground witchy. Honestly. And nobody would know. Broom closet witch. Hardcore. <laughs> For those of you that are in the broom closet, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm sure for those of you who are in the broom closet, you might have already known that, but <laughs> we're excited to realize. I'm about to walk back into my <laughs> Christian family household and go, hey, can I, you have some balloons? <laughs> can I uh, get a balloon? Y'all got any balloons? <laughs> you got any balloons up in this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> 
to do some things. Oh, what are you doing? You see? Things. Things. <laughs> stuff and things and things and stuff. You might mm-hmm. understand, or you might burn me at the stake. Who knows? Well, you'll understand, and you're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they didn't realize that burning the witch at the stake was just releasing her magic into the world. Dead ass. Like, I'll just come back stronger. What you doing? <laughs> that was morbid, but that's exactly how it feels in my mind. No, wait. What if you were covered in tattoos that were sigils and then you got burned at the stake? Oh, God. Jesus. Would they release the sigils? You know, that would just be like a torrent of magic, and I don't even want to imagine that. You start a little fire, but then it turns blue and it's a big fire, and you're just like, how? What is that? How? It's me, Dobby. Oh, no! <laughs> then they did, and he came back stronger. So, oh god, Dobby the witch. Is that the new headcanon? I've been listening to that fan-made song on Spotify over and over again. Why is it so good? Wow. <laughs> just, I just. I just, I just, I love him as a villain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they can find us at Mixed, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> at Mixed Witches Podcast on Instagram and at Mixed Witches Pod on Twitter. You can also email us at mixedwitchespodcast at gmail.com. We are not on Facebook. Don't look for us on Facebook. We are not on Tumblr. Don't look for us on Tumblr. Deadass, not on Tumblr. We don't even look at Tumblr anymore. Honestly, I am so close to deleting my personal, it's not even funny. I only go on there there for the fan art anyway. And I have a separate blog for that, so... (laughs) So... Yeah. Those are the three places you can find us. If there, if you find us anywhere yeah, else, it's not that. us. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I think <sighs> that's it. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I can't remember what you did today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> life purpose. That's it. Life purpose. Life, life purpose that and day. sigils. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Our fucking tomfoolery. Literally. Literally. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after.
that which is brewing. You got nothing better to do, cause you're sailing down the street again. Damn, X marks the spot, or is it old? Hiding, feeling so low, chasing after that which is true. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after that which is rude. Damn. 